0: Welcome to Fit Talk, your go-to podcast for health, fitness, and lifestyle. Episode 55,
1: Fear the Beard with Lex Griffin.
0: Yep, yep. Boom, baby. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Fit Talk. I'm Matt Waugh. And I'm our Fit. And today we are joined by the one and only Lex Griffin. Lex, how you doing today?
2: How are we doing, guys? I'm all good, all good.
0: Uh, For those of you who don't know, Lex is the icon behind Boom Baby Clothing, as well as one of the many faces of the Gymshark crew. So we're thrilled to have him here with us today to give you all a chance to really get to know him a little bit better. Mark, you've known him for quite a while, though. This is my first time meeting him, but uh, Uh, you and Lex have been friends for a bit.
1: It's been near a year. I met him in Germany. It was a good time. Um, I just started to learn like about this character and this good guy behind the beard. Uh, seriously, he's not a good friend. And we talk like every day. We send some crazy WhatsApp, crazy picture and just a fun time since then.
0: <laughs> Literally talk
2: every day, every day.
0: Yeah. Whether it's yeah, uh, some think, awesome uh, Skype quick messages or <laughs> some uh, funny face challenges on Instagram, yeah, there's some kind of some kind of awesomeness going on there yeah, It's, for it's sure. a true bromance. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta love it. So uh, before we dive into this uh, episode, though, I'm just going to give a big thank you to our sponsor, Rise Gym Gear. So feel free to check these guys out at risegymgear.com. If you're in the market for the highest quality lifting gear, you can get your hands on today. So whatever your gym needs are, they've got got you covered. So again, that's risegymgear.com and be sure to use our discount code TALK so you can save yourself 10% on your entire order. So then let's get started. Our first question for you, Lex, is just going to be how long have you been training for and really how did you get started?
2: Uh, This always sounds like a simple question, but never is, is it? (laughs) I think um, basically the thing to do is I've always, always done something. So it's not always been weights, but I've always done something from uh, whether it being just crazy sports. So like at school, I've played everything. Anything that involved uh, some kind of ball. Uh, That sounds ominous, doesn't it? (laughs) 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 Any, any, Any kind of sport that there was, you know. So I went from everything from badminton, basketball, rugby, football. I played a lot. And um, if I got injured doing one, like I did, I hurt my knee quite badly. I then moved to something, as, so I couldn't play football as much, so I moved to basketball. So I was never not doing anything. And then transversing into university, which you guys call college? Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, the university uh, and college unif- here. Yeah, exactly. We Just have both. college in the States. It's it's a whole it's thing.
2: Yeah, so it's when you hit 18, whatever yep. you go to when you get oh, 18. secondary. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that's, I started playing. I moved away from kind of soccer, you guys know, it, as football, and moved into American football and rugby and then Thai boxing. And um, that was kind of where I just I started hitting weights more to be able to tackle harder, hit harder and whatnot. And then as I started to take a little bit of shape, and um, I got more and more addicted to to lifting and the science behind it. And as I was doing a biology degree, I used my degree as an excuse to research a lot of stuff too. So like supplementation and the mechanics of the body and whatnot. And exactly. uh, it just kind of carried on from there.
0: So yeah. you, uh, you were doing a biology degree. Did you end up uh, completing that? And did you acquire
2: anything yeah. else? or? Yeah, I've done two degrees now. So I did my first one, which was in biology, which was specializing in physiology. And then I went away, worked. Um, I was in property for a bit. And then the market came back down. And I went back to studying in case I wanted to do teaching. I wanted to more relevant degree again so I just updated i managed to cram two years worth of study i managed to convince them to let me do it in a year um and i did it and i so i got a secondary deg- well another complete degree um in medical biology as well so which actually got a first in so i did better second time around i got a 2 one first first time around and the first the second time around interesting uh, yeah, so that's kind of, yeah, the basis of where a lot of my knowledge comes from is actually my degrees. Because when you're in the uh, the degree, you can choose certain topics to cover. Um, and obviously, I chose anything that was relevant to what I was doing at the time.
0: For sure.
1: that That's great. And at the same time, I think that like most athletes that I, I don't know, ask questions to, it's always like after an injury or something that they start to move into fitness and lifting weight. That That was that for me like I was playing hockey I just injured myself and I, then I just started to I like to rehab a little bit and train more to just yeah recover you know
2: Yeah I agree I say injuries definitely make you think more about how to prevent them in the future and how to be stronger so it does tend to push you more towards a weight room when you get hurt cuz you can work around in injuries in the weight room but not so much on a field
0: Mm-hmm. Plus there is so much uh, rehabilitation that's connected with resistance training, right? So uh, with so many re- uh, rehabilitation programs, <laughs> they're going to start getting you stronger. And how do you do that? Well, through resistance training. So there definitely is, uh, or those things go hand in hand, I would say. And the addictive nature, I mean, let's be honest, the addictive nature of lifting just ends up converting so many people oh. into just uh, pursuing yeah, yeah. it more and I mean, more. If
2: you're, if you're a sportsman and you get in the weight room, you're going to be addicted. There's no two ways about it because it's, it's, you're competing with yourself, and you can never win that. So you're forever challenging yourself.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I feel yeah, you just have to stop yourself at some point because you will just never stop training. I mean, there's some time I'm just pushing myself, pushing, pushing, pushing. And then I just need to set a certain amount of weight that, OK, today I will lift that. And then I do it because if I can try, like if I want, I know I can just try to do I know a dumbbell press with uh, 200 pounds and I, I will be willing to try, you know. <laughs> yeah. and just yeah, yeah, try yeah. it like to the yeah. maximum but yeah. you you need to set your own limits but i think that's part time. of the
2: intelligence of the sport is is to know when when to back back off and when to stop to understand that rest is as important as the training and uh, and that beating your, your nervous system down is not a benefit so uh, you might have the recovery and the energy to keep going but you you should have the knowledge and sense to know when to max out
0: I agree wholeheartedly. Uh, I mean, for so many people, they think that more equals better in the gym and that whether that's volume or the time that you're in there or anything like that. I mean, we all know at this point, though, you're only really growing and doing yourself any favors when you're at rest. So like you said, it's uh, you have to be smart about it as well. And uh, that kind of brings us to the next question, because talking about training smart, um, how would you particularly describe your method of training and do you have any like favorite principles or techniques that you always incorporate into your workouts, or do you have any training philosophies? What do you do?
2: Yeah, one, one philosophy is definitely not to flip too much. I mean, you to see people who are changing things every two, three weeks, and I'm like, it takes your body a good three or four weeks even to settle into a program properly and to know how it's feeling and how it's really kind of reacting with with your body. And you know, it's horses for courses again as well. Uh, not everything will work for everyone. Everyone has something that works better for their body type. Like, I cannot, no matter how much I'd love to be a powerlifter, I couldn't without getting hurt on a regular basis. <laughs> my joints and my frame is just too too light and too small underneath to be able to do it. So that's not what I'm adapted to be able to do. So, you know, the hypertrophy training is definitely better for me. So on a philosophy of um, kind of lift smart rather than lift heavy
0: very nice i agree wholeheartedly again because i i'd say i'm in the same boat as you whereas i probably couldn't be a power lifter just naturally a smaller bone density or a smaller uh structure so uh for sure i would end up injuring myself if i tried to <laughs> do some extremely heavy deadlifts or squats yeah. or bench on the regular
2: so uh, but it but- can be a bit disheartening i would say I think you know <laughs> it can be because you want to you want to be able to i know i can shift weight when i want to sure. but i couldn't do it on a regular basis it'd crush me but then, you know, on, on a rugby field, I shift much quicker than I look. <laughs> uh,
0: absolutely. Um, but, you know, at, at, like uh, everyone has everyone has their strengths and everyone knows uh, where they lie and they need to really take what those uh, positives are and just kind of run with it. I mean, yeah, sure, not everyone can be a power lifter, but, you know, maybe someone has an absolute incredible physique. And- but
1: you, you remember when we were in the UK, Alex, and with your yep. friend, the power lifter, I've never seen someone lift... Something oh yeah, that easy Colin. man. It was just yeah. like running with the weights, man. Yeah, the <laughs>
2: That's crazy. Who, the, yeah, the guy who owns the gym that I train at, Matt. It's is just huge. Um, yeah, it's called uh, it's Colin, and he's um he's a mixture between a bodybuilder and a strong man. Oh yeah. So it's like he flips depending on on how he feels each year. Like sometimes he really loves bodybuilding, and sometimes he wants to compete at powerlifting, not powerlifting so much more as strongman. So you're talking like functional strength with the strongman, you know, with the Atlas Stones and the mm-hmm. Farmers Walks and everything like that. And the guy, because he's trained to do those specific exercises, and he rocks in at like I don't know, he's uh, ni- 19, 18, 19 stone, which is I don't know what that is in your in pounds. What's that going to be? It, well, he's well in like, the three hundred kind of pound range sometimes. Oh my god! So no, no, he's big massive. <laughs> yeah, big dude. And um, he he was he would pick and s- sprint with. Weights that we couldn't even lift off the floor. Exactly. It was crazy. I, I tried with insane. not
1: even half of the weight and I was just feeling just my lower back crunching. And I was like, oh, no, <laughs> we we'll try that. Forget I,
2: it. I have a video of you and me, Mark, and yeah. it both of us do the same. <laughs> just, do oh, no. these, these farmers' walk pipe things that he had. Both of us just go, you, you, you'd hear that, you can hear the bones creak as we try and lift <laughs> oh, it. And both of us just good. walk off shaking our head like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> Forget it. That's not for me.
0: No, no, not at all. That's, Oh, that's insane! The kind of things where like they're just the, massive monster truck tires and can like flip. Yeah, it, like, you know, no, we're job. talking
2: like like it's a, it's a basically a hundred kilograms with a handle on it. Oh my god! In each arm,
0: and you yeah. can just just run, just sprint. Yeah, he you just run, and, sprint. Yeah,
2: you can it's, run with them.
1: And insane. I'm I don't have a small frame. I mean, like my bones are quite big for for my height, and I don't know. I was just not even able like to hold it. It was just too heavy for
2: me. But we had another guy there as well, Gareth, who is crazy strong. Like he oh, was. Yeah. He was repping out Lovado and Matt's max squats, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. And he he struggled to even lift. He could lift them up, but he couldn't move with them.
0: <laughs> That's was just, just crazy.
2: Insane.
0: Some insane. Uh, some real legit uh, folks over there, eh? My goodness. Yeah,
2: uh, but this is a prime example of genetics too. You know. Mm-hmm. So
0: these yeah. guys would be. Uh, I I I'm still blown away by the fact that you said. Uh, I'm not sure what uh, what did you say? Your friend's name was Colin. Who would, yeah. who would choose to like one year if you wanted to focus on bodybuilding, one year like focus on powerlifting yeah. and stuff? That's <laughs> insane, and the kind of thing like I wish I had uh, the freedom to be able to do that because I love <laughs> just all that stuff. But uh, you know, that's uh, that's a genetic goldmine. You can tell right there. Yeah,
2: but there's, he's, he has a brother too, and his brother's huge as well. They're both, you know power of the strongman because it's just it's in, they're in their breed you know
0: <laughs> all in the genetics it's hereditary that awesomeness yeah so, <laughs> so the next thing that uh we were curious about lex is how would you describe your diet and or approach to eating
2: uh well this is a good one because i'm i'm technically iifym mm-hmm. if it fits your macros now uh this, this I think, has been misinterpreted a lot over the past year or maybe a bit longer because there was, there was the funny fashion of Pop Tarts with it. Yes. And, and it's really what people fashionable
0: didn't, to eat Pop Tarts and fitness. Yeah, I wasn't was sure where that came from.
2: It's literally all it was, was that it was fashionable to be eat Pop Tarts. Yeah. Um, it doesn't mean the diet's based off Pop Tarts, which <laughs> is what most people took from it. Uh, so, not at all. like, But I work off a balance of protein, carb, and fat targets dictated to my lifestyle training energy output to which i then tailor towards the goal i want which at the moment is to grow and then when i cut it will be changed and retailored to how active i am what training i'm doing and obviously the what weight i start at and my goal weight that i want to finish at um the difference being is i don't i don't deny myself any foods um but that also means i don't deny myself healthy whole foods which are quote unquote clean Mm -hmm. foods Um, there is no such thing as a clean or a dirty food all food is food it's either just a whole food or a processed food Um, the main difference between that is um, a processed food will move through you a little bit quicker probably be a little bit micronutriently deficient in comparison to the whole food which will take a bit more um, out of you to digest it it requires more calories so it's a little bit better in that sense when you're dieting to eat whole foods and uh, will be more micronutriently rich but they will both do the same job. Just if you were to probably do a side by side comparison between whole foods and processed foods, the processed foods would it would take you longer to get to if you're going to let's use dieting as an example. It would take you a slight bit longer to get shredded than it would do with the whole foods because the whole foods are more thermogenic. Um, but pretty much, I eat a balanced diet, making sure I hit my micronutrients and macronutrients.
0: So you would say that uh, this whole general consensus that people have or the whole idea that people have of if it fits your macros is i guess they kind of a misconception because they think it's all yeah. it's all just an excuse to be able to eat whatever yeah. foods mm-hmm. they and, want and, yeah. I
2: am am to blame (laughs) (laughs)
0: because I post
2: up up sweets and stuff like that. But the reason I post that up is because it's it's just to show, look, I'm eating this and I can get in shape. Uh, I I also post up pictures of chicken and sweet potato, but just not as much because people aren't interested in that.
1: Yeah, Yeah, but a lot of people just eat processed food. And I know it's like the physique looks like more stuff, you know, than someone who just eats right. And when I say right, it's just like the not processed food. I've always like, like, been like so. really like into try to eat more clean than processed food. But recently since uh, I don't know I wanted just to gain and take it more easy on my diet, I, I tried a lot of stuff. And I found that my physique now is less. Uh, I would say, yeah, you can compare like bow picture. You will not say a huge difference, but I know that I'm more fluffy a bit.
2: Yeah. And that's right. I think the, the reason for that is when you're eating processed foods, because they're simpler, they have a more acute reaction mm-hmm. on you. So if if you take in something that's say a little bit higher in sodium or yeah, you do more uh, a little, uh, water
1: retention yeah, as well. More
2: refined carbs, whatever like mm-hmm. that, it will make you if you're in a gaining phase, especially our sensitive of the dead somebody, it'll it will in that instance, in that like twenty-four, forty-eight hour period, make a difference to your appearance. Whereas the whole food, because it doesn't have those refined sugars in there and things like that, it has a less acute reaction on your actual visible um a fat, a fat to muscle ratio which mm-hmm. is based when you're in a gain uh, all it is is if you look fluffy for a couple of days it's just water retention it doesn't mean you put fat on no. um, so that's what we mean by an acute reaction so like if you eat a lot of salt within a few hours you're either going to get really vascular or really fluffy you know just depending on where you're at in this stage of your diet but it doesn't mean you put fat on a couple of hours later you go for a run even if you go for a run and then drink a lot of water you'll come back um, and I think the processed foods have those acute reactions whereas the whole foods not so much
1: mm-hmm but I think it's also good, like to play with both. I mean, every single time I'm falling through more processed food for like two, three days, then when I come back, it's just I'm getting like so pumped and I'm just back on track, like in, mm-hmm. in yeah. a day or twenty four hours.
2: I think I think they do have their place, both of them, because I I mean the amount of food I have to eat to gain. If I eat all whole food, uh, I just uh, my stomach bloats so much because it's so much food to eat. Yeah. So having higher impact, smaller volume sources of processed foods like fruit loaves and things like that are useful. Mm-hmm. definitely
0: now, Lex, when you said that you're part of the problem with that whole thing, <laughs> um, I, I, I don't think that's completely <laughs> fair to say for you because one thing that I know you are a huge advocate of are your intra-workout carbs. And yep. uh, that's something that I would love to uh, learn more about. And I think our audience would love to hear more about it as well. So <laughs> what is the whole principle behind the things that the you hang. eat intra-workout the, and the why? jelly beans. <laughs> and everything else. Um, why why oh. do these work for you and what is the goal?
2: Okay, so the intra-workout carbs has been around for a long time. If you ever use supplements and things like that, any intra-workout carb supplement, well, any intra-workout supplement had maltodextrin in it as a rule, which is just basically a glorified sugar. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's all it is. They say it's complex; it's not. It's a sugar. Let's you know, it, in the GI, if you care about that stuff, it's not far off. It's not slow burning, but the purpose of them um, is twofold. Like it, when when you're training if you're weightlifting and things like that, yes, you're not going to deplete glycogen hugely. You're not, unless you're you're, a marathon runner or things like that. But you are going to deplete it a little bit. So taking in carbs in and around your training is going to benefit you because it's going to A, replenish what you use, and B, help kickstart the recovery process sooner. So... I prefer to eat food while the train, which is the difference with me. A lot of people drink things and everyone's used to seeing that, but I eat. So you'll literally see me in the gym eating cake <laughs> but like or jelly beans, um, anything that's really – but when I say cake, I mean like you get the weight – do you have Weight Watchers in the U.S.? Yep yeah yeah so like a Weight Watchers little mini portion cake things the, the rice right. cake no? Uh, no? no 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 <laughs>
1: cake, cake. The real cake oh yeah <laughs> right, like lemons, like oh my god slice. I never did that man and I will not yeah yeah because it's, <laughs> so...
2: it's like you know if you're about to go on stage and you're a bodybuilder if you're going to go on stage before you go on stage you have like a candy bar or something like that yeah. and what that does it causes vasodilation you know and helps, it helps give you a bit uh, that pump for that kind of 30-40 yeah. minutes and it's a similar principle to this you know so you're going in and you're helping maintain a pump by pushing more sugars through into the body so as it's using sugars it's also having a, there's a store ready to replenish straight away now a lot of the food you do eat during training um, you will want to kind of get in through the earlier part of your training but it will still be digesting as you leave the gym and that's not a bad thing because it means your recovery process is already moving and forward before you've even got back to eat your post-workout meal um, now the trick is to only use really fast acting carbs you're not going to want to eat an oatmeal during your workout that's completely redundant so you want something and this is again where refined things can come in now some people will um, concentrate on daft little studies where things like refined carbs reduce testosterone and all this but when people say things like that what they're not understanding is the journals they've read are they're looking at acute reactions again they're looking at an acute result Um, so so by saying it's like saying sugar's toxic it's it's a silly it's a silly concept of course it's toxic if it's not dealt with that's diabetes yep you know, but it is dealt with. The moment you eat sugar, insulin deals with it. So it's not toxic because it's not allowed to be left in the system long enough to become toxic. So the same thing of saying um, anything like that that lowers testosterone or anything like that is is a little redundant. And it's important to understand that, especially for new lifters who are going to go and read about food and everything like that, understand that a lot of the concepts that were, quote unquote, again, bro. Um they they are real, but then they don't have a real effect in the real world because they're not a um, a long term result from what you're doing. Because if you went off those, you'd also never train because when you train, cortisol goes up massively. Yep. And according to everyone, you know, cortisol destroys muscle. So what you're not gonna work out to gain muscle? <laughs> <laughs> so it's important to understand, you know, that it's it's a part it's my intra workout philosophy of having the, the refined tricks and things like that is one, it's enjoyable um two it does have a, a physiological purpose but three it's also a bit of a placebo you know i've just eaten something mentally i've just eaten there's energy in me let's hit this set so you know it, it, <laughs> yeah. it, it's it's completely but, placebo effect but at the
1: same me. time everyone have their own method like for me i'm i try your candy things during my workout i like mm. it but i found that i'm more Efficient when I have a good pre-workout meal instead, and having like just my dextrose after my workout and my post-workout shake. Yeah, um, and the, I don't. Yeah. I don't feel like I need more. Um, I know boost my glycogen level during my workout. I just I'm always like kind of full. Just. Yeah.
2: With I, my pro carb meal again i think it's again different from to people's but people. so i <laughs> think some people react a lot faster like whenever i have clients going to shows we have to test through on a lot of things before they do the actual show day to see how fast exactly. their body reacts to something like salt sugar um like maybe niacin some people it'll kick in in 10 15 minutes other people 40 minutes so with me everything i with me with carbs i react very quickly so for me to eat something within 15 minutes i'm reacting to it so for me the intro workout works really well to maintain a really good pump and I definitely notice it when I don't have to work out. and get a little bit angry actually Never forget <laughs> whenever I forget my food for the gym
1: yeah no pump at the gym is not good for yes.
0: us <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, 100% though and like you said uh, doing things that work for you and uh, that's really all that matters to that effect though what about your uh, supplementation can you tell us about uh, do you just stick to a couple basics or are you a supplement junkie like some people who are going to like take a million things or try anything <laughs> (laughs) that's new uh
2: yeah well i think the big thing to know is again supplements do we need them the word need no no we don't need them are they useful 100 yes yes they're useful they make life a little bit easier um so I, in terms of that, no, I don't jump on everything. I don't have a huge list that I need to take every day. I have a supplement cupboard with things in it that I can utilize as and when I need them, but I don't need them every day, unless they're a supplement that requires you to take them every day um, to get the benefit of them, such as like creatine. Um, but I, I don't need a protein shake every day. If, if I can get it in in food, I will do. If I'm working a lot and I don't have time to cook something, I'll have a protein shake. Um, so I keep it quite minimal in that respect of, I'll have a whey protein, mainly because it's the most versatile of them all. Like if I was to get a weight gainer, there's not much I can do with a weight gainer because there's so much already in it. Whereas with a whey, I can make my own weight gainer if I need to by adding things. Um, Creatine, vitamin supplement, and I think that's pretty much it at the moment in my cupboard.
0: I'm surprised what you said there about uh, protein shakes you wouldn't take every single day. So you don't take a a post-workout shake?
2: No, I'll I'll pretty much – anyone who watches us knows Lainey is – forever in the kitchen doing yep. stuff and she, she's, yeah so she pretty much preps uh, a meal for when we get home because she likes to because we can tend to train late she likes to have an evening meal where we sit down together and eat um so she'll have usually made food so it would kind of be redundant for me to have a shake and then 20 minutes eat it uh, eat something 20 minutes later so um no i tend to eat
1: i feel that i need like liquid nutrition immediately after my workout and well um, yeah yeah because i will just assimilate faster and since I'm kind of deplete after my workout, it's just boosting everything up. Well, you see, because I've
2: eaten during my workout, I'm not too bad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say um, whenever I do legs, I have a shake when I get back because um, I physically I'm not hungry at all. I think it's because you crush your diaphragm so much training legs that it just leaves me feeling kind of unable to eat for a good hour and a half after the training.
1: Yeah, and sometimes I need to do a nap as well.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's a solid point, though. I I never really thought about it that way. For me, like I I would obviously train legs, and who among us here doesn't know that feeling of being completely nauseous after a good leg session? I never really understood why, but uh, thinking about that you might be crushing your diaphragm with uh, all the exercises that you're doing, that's a really solid point, so... Um, Now the mystery is solved. So thank you, Lex. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
2: I will say this. um, I do take on occasion, I will have um, pre-workouts in there. Um, The only reason I haven't got one at the moment is because I haven't found one at the moment that supplies kind of the pump and focus that the old ones used to supply um so i'm waiting for something decent to come before i start um kind of utilizing that kind of the beta receptors and things like that on those again so i'm leaving them free for when something decent comes
0: oh man we're pre-workout junkies
2: yeah I do like- <laughs>
1: <laughs> we yeah. love it <laughs> I, re- I really like pre-workout but a lot of time i will add my own stuff in, into it because they're not complete i cannot yeah. like it's two things. You get a pump, or you get grind. Yep, that. That's it. And so you need to add, add your own LRG into it, or do your own kind of mix. And it's kind of annoying all the time.
2: Yeah, it's just why I kind of left it as well. Because you know when it doesn't work, you tend to pile more in. I just don't think that's good. Because even if, because I'm not caffeine sensitive, um, I can end up dosing 400 milligrams of caffeine without knowing it, and that's just not a good thing.
0: Mm-hmm. No, you don't want to be uh, doing too much on there had some uh bad reactions to too much <laughs> caffeine oh yeah start. the
2: crash
1: oh it's the, just the worst <laughs> you just stress your body too much with it
2: mm-hmm. right. you can you will literally become resilient though because your beta receptors will get beat down by right, if you hammer caffeine too much
0: <laughs> yeah it's a shame too because uh You know, if you love it the way that I do, you take it long enough and eventually it feels like it stops working. And Mm. yeah, it's it's the worst. Our bodies adapt to anything.
2: This is true, but it it doesn't, it only, the only thing that stops working is that kind of mental buzz that you get that is physiologically still doing its job of helping um, activate the muscle fibers and it does um, stop the onset of fatigue as well. So it's still beneficial even if you don't feel that mental stimulus as much.
0: It's just a shame because that's the funnest part. It's the mental stimulus. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about how you
0: came into contact with Gymshark and how you uh, eventually became sponsored by them.
2: Uh, well, but not many people know this, but I actually got picked up with Gymshark really, really early on um, before they were even really that big. And the, if anybody knows Gymshark, obviously knows they're social media savvy. You know, it's what they do. They And um, they picked me up off YouTube when I was... My YouTube channel was kind of active for maybe the first six months that I started it. And then it went really inactive because I went to work and did things because at the time YouTube was not as open as it is now. Like you couldn't be a partner straight away and and things like that. So it was people who were on YouTube a couple of years ago were doing it just for the love of being on it. They were, you know, that, that was literally why it was there. Now people are trying to do it, you know, to, to make more money and things like that until they realize you can't, <laughs> 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 you know, a lot of people jumping out thinking it's just the money wagon. Absolutely not. You have to put so much work in to make money off YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, but they picked me up from a video I was doing in the build up to a bodybuilding show, which was 2012. And that was the muscle mania, which is now called fitness Britain because they disassociated with the muscle mania in the U S um, so, yeah, they picked me up on the lead up to that. And I would like to point out they picked me up not because I was doing the show. They picked me up because of the video I was doing in the lead up to it. I could have been doing a video just about dieting and I would have still been as interesting to them. So I just want to get what, that across. Uh, the, what was uh, the video? It was just me sat in – the one they could pick me up off is me showing myself having a barbecue about a week and a half out from the show.
1: I think I eat, saw this video
2: eating sausages and bread. <laughs> yeah, I was I was just making a point that you know I had my chicken going on, but I was also having like white bread and ketchup a week before a show. You know, so I was kind I of know, I was good. just rough. I was ruffling feathers. You know, I was just <laughs> trying to show I was trying to show people it wasn't all turkey and broccoli and nonsense.
0: <laughs> right on, right
2: on. Yeah, so uh, yeah, they saw me in that and. Um, isn't then, the
1: video with the aviator glasses?
2: That's one, yeah. And, uh, and Epic bit, one. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that without the yeah. beard, man. It was amazing. No beard. That's all I get now when people see it.
0: <laughs>
2: Can't watch it. No beard. You think it's a yeah. Lex Doppelganger
0: or something in the video? <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. Someone, someone put a quote on it going, I can hear the voice.
0: But
2: <laughs> But yeah, I mean they actually contacted me through that. Um, that was the main thing and then I actually met the guys. They came up and trained with me because at that time they were they were just enthusiastic young guys starting up a company and um, they brought everyone up to come and train. We hung out for a couple of days and we've been friends ever since and we that's we literally our friends, which is a, a great great thing about Gymshark. And I think one of the main things people don't realize with us is like Mark and I said before, we talk every day and the whole team is is so close. Um, it, it's it's properly a little family. And um, that's why we work so well together.
1: Yeah, and that's why it's nice to travel all together.
2: Oh, yeah. It's so nice.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic, though. It's a great story to know that, uh, you know, with the corporation and the sponsorship and all those other fancy terms that kind of dilute the whole thing, you know, when it really comes down to it. It's a bunch of people who are really just great friends and uh, are just really kind of going all in the same direction and accomplishing something really fantastic.
2: Oh yeah! And at the time, they really did legitimately um, appreciate the support that all the athletes gave them because we helped, in essence, develop the shape and look of the clothing. Because you know, as, as young guys wanting to look good, we were able to pinpoint all the stuff that annoyed us were, that were about things that were in the market at the time. You know, like the tapering of the vests and things not hanging right. So mm-hmm. you know, it, it was it was a, it was a good good time to see it all grow and come through.
0: Oh, 100%. And you know, all the credit goes to Gymshark for creating uh, clothing that could be worn in the gym that wasn't just. So baggy and unflattering, uh, especially hmm. as a as a slimmer guy like myself. You know, I was looking for years and years, all the years I've been training, just looking for a pair of pants that were tapered down to the ankles. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> yeah. but it, it couldn't be found; they didn't exist. So, no, for
2: years, we all walked around with those dirty heels. The buttons have been dragging in the dirt, just ripped um, apart at the bottom from
0: years <laughs> yeah. of yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah. No, was of so, uh, you those guys who had like a complete heel missing out the back of <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. I was one of those guys with my. <laughs> with my swish swish uh, Nike pants that were nylon and made that noise when they rubbed eyes yeah. together so yeah I was uh, I was one of those victims so thank you Jim for coming out with that and solving that problem but uh, um on the subject of clothing though how would you describe your own clothing company boom baby oh, yeah yeah
2: boom baby yeah i mean that was actually a little a little dream of mine a long time ago um was to to develop men's clothing um, because, like I said, as you just said, you know, if you lift, you're a certain shape, and you're a certain shape that's not not catered for. It's mean, yep. still not, to be honest. I mean, I, I can't, I still can't buy anything um, that doesn't have some kind of issue. Like my my waist and midsection are a medium, but my chest and shoulders are a large. <laughs> so. You know, it does the the th- little things like elongation of hems and things like that make a huge difference in cuts and fits. And, I, and this is what I was looking at. Whenever I never went to a store, I could I, I couldn't find anything. So I wanted to do men's clothing, and then obviously I got more into fitness and um and working with Gymshark. And because we literally had an input into the way their clothes were developed, it kind of you know fired me up to kind of do it myself as well, you know, and take the plunge. But um, it, it is a lot of work. And it is an, uh, what most people don't understand with setting up businesses. They always take up more time than you think. They always take up more of your effort. But in the long term, they will reward you if if you if you do have the the right ambition and drive and a good idea. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, you, you'll see the Boom Baby line is going to be developing a huge amount in the next year. Um, we did start with a soft launch of kind of just fun stuff with big slogans, but we've moved rapidly into engineered where, uh, which I've completely designed um from the ground up really we work from the the, the seam work all the way out um developing clothes that will take a beating but feel good and look good at the same time um so we're having we are actually launching i think we've got, they get them in december uh some tracksuit bottoms of ours which are going to feel seamless and you can do astagrass squats no worries <laughs> 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 yeah. that's the
0: promise i love it
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah uh so there'll be no excuses no excuses <laughs> <laughs> no, I love that though. Right. Trying to cater to a
0: market that isn't catered for. I mean, that's that's brilliant and I'm sure uh, people who lift everywhere are probably thanking you for that because it's it's a bad stereotype to think that, you know, people who spend a lot of time in the gym and whose lives are fitness don't want to dress well as well. I mean, many of them actually want yeah. that, but they it's hard to find clothes that will accentuate what they've worked so hard to uh, to create, you know. So it's a great and thing to do. And I think,
2: yeah, I think Gymshark has smashed the market in the gym side a bit for that and that. So there'll be no way anyone would be challenging them, and I certainly am not. <laughs> <laughs> but what I, what I want to be doing is uh, I call it fit fashion. So I want to have stuff that's going to look good in and out of the gym, regardless of where you want to wear it. So that's the kind of the way I'm leaning towards. So it'll be, yeah, fit fashion. That's
0: stuff that you can it. still uh, treat as street clothes, basically.
2: Yeah, but you wrap it in the gym and it's engineered to work in the gym, too.
0: Fantastic. Um, so what would you say... Your ultimate goal is not only with with your uh, Boom Baby clothing line, but just in life. What is it that you want to accomplish? Oh. The big, the big one. You
2: know? Uh Move somewhere sunny. <laughs> that's I think, I think that's most most Brits' dream. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, is I think it's my main goal is to to earn enough money, um, to be able to do what I want when I want, and. Anything above that is just, uh, you know, a bonus to hard work that's put in. So I'm not, you know, I'm not sitting here saying I want to make billions of dollars or whatever like that. That's not, I, I want to be comfortable so that, you know, my family um, are looked after. I, you know, I, I can live a nice life. I can provide and then obviously be able to uh, enjoy the spoils of your efforts, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um so I want to have, you know, I do want to have a successful clothing company that's that's a respected company alongside having um, a fitness profile that is able to, and without sounding cheesy, I want to be able to change people's lives because I don't think people realize quite how easy it is to change your life for the better uh, until they do it. And then they realize like, damn, I should have done this earlier. <laughs> so, yeah, if we can if we can teach people not to make the mistakes we make and help them bypass it and get to where we are quicker, then that's all the better.
1: That's fantastic. I think we have the same mission. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And we were talking about that like yesterday or two days before. Um, It's a lot about like the mindset and people don't realize how easy it is like to change your mind, even when you're in a bad mood or uh, when something happens, when you start to be able to control the way you think and just know how you feel, then it's it's just easier to adapt to it and change your, your mood.
2: Yeah, I mean, literally, like Mark Mark cheered, cheered me up this morning just by sending me a message last night uh, that I woke up to, which which set my mind in a positive mood for the day. Because uh, we had a chat last night and I was feeling a bit like ground down about some stuff, and uh, and Mark set me right just with a simple thing, you know. And, and we do that with each other all the time, which is which is really good. So you know, even even to where Mark is now. And, and where I'm I'm getting we still exactly the same we still have the the same problems and issues of, of everyday life and uh, and they're solved by the same simple positive words from other people and little just little set me rights I think is the best way of this happening
1: yeah exactly and you need to always surround yourself with people who will think like you or will be able to exactly like yeah. just to make you happier or that just
2: I think that's one of the most important things yeah I think you've hit the nail on the head there surround yourself with like-minded people with the mm-hmm. same goals and ambitions. It makes a huge difference.
0: I agree oh, yeah. wholeheartedly with you guys. <laughs> and uh, with that being said, though, Lex, um, does any of this stuff, any of the stuff that we just said, does that kind of resonate in your approach to uh, your business and entrepreneurship? Or do you have concrete philosophies that you abide by for those things?
2: Oh, for success.
0: For success in your business or anything like that, all of your endeavors.
2: I, I think uh, surround yourself with a strong team and a good support net is always going to be uh, a benefit. So, um, without being harsh, I mean, cut the dead weight. You know, like <laughs> I, I I know it sounds harsh, but sometimes like you'll get people who are a bit wishy-washy in the way you think, and they describe people in their life as you know they're okay, they're okay, uh, they're okay some of the time. Yeah. Well, that mm-hmm. means that that means that the rest of the time they're not okay, which <laughs> means they're a drain on you. Even if reason.
1: it's your family or close yeah. friend that you had like in mm-hmm. in high school, you need to maybe see them less often or just we'll have, searching we'll to have like better friends for you will yeah. help you instead of like putting you down all the time.
2: And it's not to so say you can't address it. Like um, my actual business partner now, there was a breaking, there was a point, not a breaking point. There was a point with us a couple of years ago where he was training. He was being very negative all the time because he had a lot of, um, uh, doubts about himself and the way he looked and things like that. He he was just overanalyzing himself all the time, and um, he was every time was like, "Oh, this is hurt, you know, that's not right." This and I literally on one day with him I went, "Listen, you come and train with me. I don't want to hear you moaning. I don't want to hear you without. I don't want to hear chin. I don't want to hear you moaning. I, w- I want you to get in there when it's your set. You step in, you step up, and you get it done. And uh, and he was a strong-minded individual. It kind of gave him a kick up the ass. He went." Right, and he did it, and since that day, man, his whole attitude in the gym changed. You know, he just needed that real boot. You know, and uh, and he's now my business partner. That's (laughs) amazing. Yeah, because it was literally. It was. I said that literally at that point. I was like, "Listen, you do this, or we don't train together anymore." And uh, and we became best of friends after that. You know. (laughs)
0: but uh, it's amazing to see like how simple it can be like we just said you know it's as easy as just a couple of words and you can change someone's uh, entire outlook on what they're doing or just change someone's mind and make their life a completely more positive uh, Mm -hmm. thing
2: and I forgot to mention before in the sporting uh, the mindset was I did used to be a fighter for four years oh wow Uh, yeah I I
1: started fighting it was Awesome. I saw that on YouTube. I was like, oh my God, man, I don't want to fight for Tlex anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: I, I, did, I did MMA for four years, like up to professional uh, uh, level. Wait, so there's um,
0: video footage of you fighting? Oh Yeah, yeah a knockout, man.
2: You just type in um, Lex Griffin, MMA. There's uh, one of my fights on, on YouTube, I think. Okay, I need to it's see It's a KO now. <laughs> <I think so. laughs> to, to get myself out of the hole of sounding like too much of a bit of, a, 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 bit of a, harsh, a harsh drill sergeant, my point of talking to Mark like that was because in the in my eras of doing fighting, my coaches were so good at like boosting you mentally. Like When they see that you were beginning to defeat yourself in your mind, they would give you that kind of um drill sergeant style encouragement they wouldn't beat you down they'd pick you up with you know some good solid words and that was what i was doing with mark was, was picking him up not putting him down um, so I just make that point that it is a pick up, and not a put down kind of method of doing it as well. So don't don't go out there and start slamming your friends. <laughs> if I, if I hate this about you.
0: And it, no, don't do that.
2: <laughs> say, look, you know, step up, you know, make it a positive. Still,
0: one hundred percent. It's always with the uh, the best of intentions. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, and uh, moving along to the next question, um, what would you say your advice is to someone who's looking to get into the now? What I would think is a very saturated business side mm-hmm. of the fitness industry or even just starting a business in general what advice could you give to somebody
2: okay for the fitness one if you're trying to get noticed straight off the bat don't be a spammer mm. uh, they drive me potty look yeah. at my page 19 year old new list don't do it <laughs> yeah
1: they're everywhere <laughs> I, I, I don't know what you are talking about <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh my God. mark must just have like feeds of spam <laughs> just, I, I, I will literally block people for doing that, good. Take the action on it. I love it. It it does. It, what it does is it calls it calls the herd. I don't want spammers on my feeds. I want people to be able to talk and have questions answered. I don't want my feed full of spam of people trying to, you know, get a cheap like here and there. Yep.
1: But but it depends also the way the. They put like a picture. There's a lot of good like transformation. They put their transformation and they just say good words like, oh, you inspire me to achieve that. I did that. And then they explain a little bit more oh, about yeah. the story. But when it's just like I'm 16 year old and then they put your mm-hmm. their picture or like my yeah. page is just come on, man.
0: 18 year old shred
2: better body than this Start guy. your
1: own page. Start your own page. Put it on your page. If people want to see your pic, they
2: will go on your page. This is it. Be recognized for something. Mm-hmm. Don't you know, don't try and, and gain likes through other people because you'll mimicking will never make you successful.
1: Yeah, and people don't understand it's not just about like the likes. If you don't have quality likes, then your likes doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't if mean people anything. don't want it, no. You can buy likes for I don't know, ten bucks and have like a hundred thousand likes, but it will not yeah. interact with you. It's just a bot. No, so what you want to do is create something nice, then people will just want to follow and share and comment, and that's the way you do.
2: Yeah, just and goes just for be, the
0: shout out For the shout out for shout out thing that people always ask for as well. Yeah, I don't understand. Yeah, yeah, do it's that. so redundant. No, it's uh, it's terrible.
2: It is. It's just a, it's a dead end. And it
0: breaks
1: your reach at the same time.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, Exactly, because your audience sees that and they're like, well, I'm I'm following you to see your stuff, not this other guy's stuff. So, like, a cheap plug like that is going to turn your own audience off to you and therefore hurt your own reach.
2: But as well, if your reach is only 10% and 3% of that reach is spammers, then it's a 3% loss. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, 100%. So, so your advice yeah, don't is be, a spammer. To be yeah, don't be a spammer.
2: <laughs> be 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 yourself, be unique, you know, and um and offer something. Offer offer something that people want to come back and, and do. You know. Whatever it is, you have something. Everybody has something. Whether you think it's something silly or not, and trust me, there's something there that you've got that somebody and some people will be able to um affiliate with. You know, whether it's um, you're a picky eater or uh, you've no idea what you're doing at the gym and, and learning, there's somebody out there doing exactly the same thing that wants to know how you're bettering yourself in the same situation.
1: There's always someone who will be able to just relate to you and find themselves in in your work or find something yeah. similar and want to follow you instead of someone
2: else. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but yeah. So think, have it, put ideas down on on paper, and and look through. You know what? Where is the um something missing in in the in the areas you're looking to go into, and uh, maybe tap into that. Mm-hmm. Uh, just yeah, be a resource.
1: But for sure, I would say that now fitness. There's a lot of fitness youtube channel fitness page it's crazy how it has grown the last like three years it blew up yeah it was it's just crazy but it's cool at the same time because more people take care of their health and they want to inspire others and want to create something and it's cool but yeah as you said you you got to be unique and start something new or refresh something and do it your own way
2: and I think another thing is time as well. Too many people want things too quickly. Just like people want to see a change in their body in three weeks. Mm-hmm. You know, people want success in, in in weeks. And it's not. It's years. Everything's everything's years. Set yourself 12-month timelines. Don't set yourself, you know, 12-day timelines. <laughs> Be realistic. You know, it takes time to Like I did uh, fitness and uh, started YouTube and things like that for maybe all in all three years for pretty much nothing, and YouTube for like two years for nothing, just for the love of doing it.
0: Just because. And
2: yeah, just because. Uh, you know, it was it was something I wanted to put out there. Uh, when I started YouTube, I had no idea that you could make money from it. I didn't even know you could. Um, I didn't, Same. Yeah, I didn't have a clue. I was just doing it just to put my face out there and, and um, show people, you know, there was a way of, of living this life and enjoying it, rather than... Because I just got sick of seeing this, you know, sacrifice to win, you know, which basically meant... Make all your friends hate you. Make your family hate you. Um, smell, of Brussels, smell of Brussels sprouts for the majority of your 12-week diet. <laughs> Just like, yeah, As a scientist, Amy was screaming, no, there are other ways. So that was why I originally started and put it out there.
0: <laughs> well, that's fantastic. Um, and honestly, I do applaud the whole initiative to uh, show people that you can have a – an enjoyable lifestyle and that you should, because you should enjoy your lifestyle. If you're not in this uh, kind of fitness aspect and enjoying it, then you're, you're in the wrong field, you know, oh, because you need yeah. to be doing what makes you happy and uh, feel fulfilled. So if you're not doing that, uh, it's good to know for other people who are enjoying it, there are other ways to go about it, to make themselves um, have fun with it and really just enjoy what it is they're doing.
2: That's true. If you don't enjoy fitness um, and you don't enjoy lifting weights, stop. Because you're not going to be successful. Go find a thing that you love and be successful at that. Don't waste time in something you don't love.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, just, yeah, don't con- don't conform because you think you should.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I completely agree. I would
1: say like the fitness movement, I've brought a lot of people thinking this way, just, oh, I need to be in shape or I need to train to, I don't know, to be a, people like Me or just t- yeah. to feel good. But at the same time, you, you got to just do what you love. I don't... I just for myself, I didn't start training just to attract women, you know. I just started training because I wanted to be a beast and I wanted to feel comfortable, feel strong and just oh, yeah. feel great about myself. It's not about yeah, I like others. Nothing,
2: mine had nothing to do with girls. Mine was to do with sport. I wanted to tackle harder. <laughs> yeah, my, I, f- I wanted, yeah, I wanted to take some people down, man. I wanted to let really? other men know I was there.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was training to to become to go in the sweat and just be able just to smash a giant dude, no matter what, and just yeah. be able to arrest everyone.
2: Started this way, man. Uh, no, yeah, really, you, you so don't know you don't know what's in you until you do it. You really don't. Mm-hmm. Like as a kid in school, I don't. I don't think like I had like maybe one or two fights in my entire school life. You know, and they mainly involved headlocks and a lot of spinning around the room. You know, they <laughs> <laughs> they proper fights. And then, you know, I ended up being the only guy from school, you know, fighting in a cage. So,
1: yeah, and you don't know what, as you said, what you have inside of you, because sometimes you will think that you will give up, like on training, and you will not be able to train like for years and years. And like for myself, I was giving up on a lot of stuff. I had like talent, for example, like in hockey. I was like really good, but never like pushing myself to the limit. But when I started to train, I was loving it so much that I was able like to just go over my limits like never before and became like a beast in training. <laughs> so it's not because you're not good like at your sport right now; don't, you don't push yourself. That when you will start lifting weight or when you will do something that you love, that you will never like just push yourself to the maximum because that's the way you are. It's just because you didn't find what you what
0: you like, I think. Yeah, I, I absolutely. It, it's, yeah. it's you never know what you're capable of, and. Uh, I think everyone's capable of surprise. And I think a lot of people go into this whole sport for that reason is uh, <clears throat> maybe to show a lot of people what it is they can do and to be able to shock people, maybe turn some heads, the exact same thing.
2: Yeah, I think, yeah, the, the, the not conforming thing is the most important is to to be true to yourself. And it sounds really cliche, but it is, you know, if, if you if you're a guy and you want to be in a cheerleading squad, go be in a bloody cheerleading squad and be the best dude in the cheerleading squad. Yeah,
0: do your thing, man. you know?
2: Yeah, just do it, you know, and be successful, be successful at that rather than half ass something and hate your time. Because, I mean, in the big scheme of things, we're here for a sneeze of time. So, you know, you may as well enjoy it. You really may as well enjoy it.
0: Um, Lex, we're not going to take up too much more of your time. So, we're only going to ask you a couple more questions. But uh, for this one, I think uh, these are our most important ones that we ask. <clears throat> at this point in your life, what is it that you're the most grateful for? Oh, that's a big question. (laughs) I asked you the question
1: last night. You better know, man.
2: (laughs) I know you did. I couldn't think of it then. I mean, there's lots of things. I mean, I'm grateful for um, my my family that I have around me that are are supportive. Uh, My mother, who is just, she's like Mary Poppins without the discipline. (laughs) <laughs> she's just, she's so good you know she's no matter what she's always she's always like you know it'll be okay it'll sort itself out she never really lets doubt creep in too much and that has definitely passed on to me like I don't really let things phase me I don't get too down about stuff I just move on and move forward you know okay here's a problem let's resolve it and then move on um, so I'm grateful I'm grateful that my mum raised me to be like that to be forward thinking rather than always looking at the negative and um, and getting worried uh, definitely. I mean, you've got to be grateful for, I suppose, the gift of being being a sporting type of person. I love it. I love that I've got coordination and that I can play sports. I <laughs> know it sucks. <laughs> Some people just don't have that that in it. You know, I'm I'm, I'm thankful that I'm able to pick things up quickly and, and be able to adapt. Myself physically, but don't get me wrong. Like I have a lot of downfalls as well. You know, I have the attention span of a cocker spaniel. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I can, I, you know, learn to ski in a day, but you know, I can't listen to a geography lesson for more than twenty minutes. Thank God we so. got here for an hour so far, and it's been all right. <laughs> <laughs> if they enjoy it, you know, it, it's great. I, I, um, so I'm, I'm happy for you know the, the gift of, of having that ability to be able to be be so competitive in a physical nature. Um, and the third thing, because you asked me three things that you might. What three things are you grateful for? Um, oh, jeez, such a big question. <laughs> Give um, me
1: something I, small, man. Just I like, suppose. can be good, you know. I, I suppose I'm, I'm <laughs> great.
2: I'm great. I'm grateful for the opportunities that have arisen from social media. That the amount of negative press that social media gets, sure. with um, you know all this nonsense of people trying to do all this uh, hating and all that. Matter. That is so insignificant compared to the positive and influential things that have come out of social media for me. So um, I'm thankful for the people that work hard to be a positive influence on social media and the fact that most of them will reach out given the opportunity and um, and, and allow you to have other opportunities alongside them. So I'm very grateful for the people that I've met through this journey. I love that. And yeah, uh,
0: that segues into our next one, though, too. Um, I guess uh, your mother would be counted out for this one, but is there anybody that you want to give a shout out to, or people on your team that you just want to say, uh, "Hey and thanks to"? Or?
2: <laughs> yeah, I've got to give a shout out to Lainey. I of mean, course. there's no two ways about it. So she's a huge, a huge support in um, in what we do. She basically organises our entire life. I mean, I am not organised. <laughs> I, I, if you saw my desk now, it's a mixture of um, salted rice cakes some protein (laughs) bars four cups three which i have no use for there's only one with drinking it (laughs) you know (laughs) a lava lamp and a bunch of wires so uh, she she looks after me she supports she makes sure that you know i i stay on track with my food and diet and goals and appointments and everything like that she um as well as doing her own work and helping develop you know our website which she's um Everyone, a lot of people do email me through, actually. So I'll say it's lexfitness.co.uk, and there's a direct contact form there um, where people email me through. And she keeps on track with answering people. And that really is good because even today I got a lot of emails back saying thank you for the response they've got and how they've addressed their issues that they've had with their training or their diet. And it's already they've seen a positive from it. So what she does to help me definitely crosses over into other people as well because she helps me help others. So I'm very thankful for her. Um, anyone else, obviously the Gymshark boys, um, for just the effort that they go to, to make sure that we are given outrageous opportunities in the <laughs> fitness industry, uh, to be able to just generate such, uh, such, such a great camaraderie between everybody and the amount of people that we can bring in from different walks of life and different areas of the world and, and just bring people together and, and help unite, um, this whole positive vibe that we're trying to get across rather than uh you know the, the hate 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 that everyone's so fixated on yep. um yeah, that, that'll
0: do. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. So, yeah, big shout out to Gymshark and Lainey. Actually, we'll have to bring Lainey up on uh, on the show sometime. Be a nice uh, episode for the two of you to come back. Um, and our last question, Lex, so uh, be ready for this one. It's the, yeah, the it's hardest the, one. It's ever. The huge is this one. not
2: going to be the, the, the end of world one, huh? <laughs> oh, it is.
0: If oh, you man. were the last human on Earth and you had an, op- an opportunity <gasps> to record on video, your final words to share the most valuable information you could <laughs> with the next generation of inhabitants...
2: <laughs> (laughs) What is it that you would say? Uh, I'm going to sound like such a hippie, but the only thing I could, because I was torn between like having a really deep and meaningful message that I'd leave or one where like I would be wearing some outrageous outfit and declare that I was the lord of this world and I would come back and punish them should they not. Oh, yes. (laughs) So so there would probably be this message, which is basically um, you can achieve a thousand times more being a positive influence than you can with any kind of hate for for others. So concentrate on on positive uh, outlets and don't concentrate on the small minded and and the the hate that's out there. Because if you let that in and you let it start to take hold, it will take over, and it can it it can very quickly stop you being the real person that you can be. And then what I would cut away to would be an outtake of me in an outfit with some (laughs) crazy ears on a huge big cloak uh, saying, you know, (laughs) i will come back (laughs) and then some some obscure date just to create some kind of why not just i'll be back (laughs) i'll be back yeah hoping they don't know who arnie is i would just i would just sure man they will not know man you'll be the king of the world (laughs) i'm the king of the world the year is
0: 3078 look for me i'll be there
2: (laughs) (laughs) just create some kind of i think that's all the mayans did i think the mayans were just having a giggle (laughs)
0: they were just messing
2: with us <laughs> yeah. they're like i no one they were like the dude who did that was like no one's gonna believe this and then there's Jeff just go Jeff the Mayan going yeah but come on Billy it'll be funny do it <laughs> make the calendar
0: <laughs> <Jeff> the <Mayan. laughs> do it do it <laughs> uh, you know what that's a great uh that's a great view on it I never thought about it that way they were just messing with us
2: and we're At thinking least... about
0: doing it to other people for sure the people yeah. before us it's were doing good. it so <laughs> go out with
2: Go out with a giggle. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man! So uh, yeah, I think uh, that's gonna wrap it up for this. That is our favorite hard-hitting question here on Fit Talk. So uh, it's always nice to hear what people have to say on it because I mean, really, that it could be anything. So I was. Uh, <laughs> it's nice it, to hear your would, combination would be. of something silly and something that's actually uh, really, really good. But uh, yeah, for everybody who's listening to this, we had an absolute blast here today with Lex and uh, we hope you all enjoyed the episode as well. So remember, guys, if you want to see more episodes like this one or even just ask questions that you want answered on our show, uh, you can feel free to tweet me at Matthew Wah and Mark at Mark underscore fit or leave comments on our Instagram, which are the exact same name. And uh, to make sure that you keep up with Lex,
2: Lex, where can everybody find you? okay social media round off okay so you got a facebook you can search for um lex if you type in lex bodybuilder you'll find it but it's actually um facebook.com forward slash lex aesthetics you can check out the website which is www.lexfitness.co.uk and then other ones instagram lex underscore fitness uh twitter at <laughs> 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 and um I think everything uh, else you need to check out is if you want to hit up any of the clothing and have a look at the new releases when they do come out you can find them at boombabyclothing.com
0: there awesome. you go and we're, we'll for sure list everything in the show notes of this episode so everyone can uh, go and check that out um, yeah Lex it was an absolute pleasure to have you on the show man thanks to you man my friend
1: and I guess we'll talk on whatsapp <laughs> <As>
2: always, my <laughs> man. As always.
0: Yeah. so thanks everybody for tuning in and we'll see you next week